an AppleViz original. Hello and welcome to AppleViz Extra. I'm Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous, doing another extra for a developer that we like to put the spotlight on. And this time is on an app called Voice Vista. And on board with me, I have Jeff Wu. How are you, Jeff? I'm good. Thank you. I I'm doing wonderful, and it's so great to have you on. I've been wanting to get you on and kind of just scale things backwards. Let's start from um, so we can get the people, our listeners, up to speed. So for those that know Microsoft Soundscape, so this came about several years ago that was written, written for the visually impaired, and what this was designed to do is to bring something new, and that is to bring a 3D audio world to our ears while we're navigating out and about. So essentially, points of interest, crossroads, streets, whatever, will be coming across your headphones in the positions where they're supposed to be located. So if it's to the right, say a three o'clock position, it's going to come from that direction. And that's what made this so unique. But the problem was, is that Microsoft decided to stop developing Soundscape. So that kind of caused a backlash and a lot of people were upset that it was disappearing. And so they pulled it out of the App Store earlier of this year, which was January of 2023. However, it continued to work until, well, originally it was supposed to be the end of June. And then they kind of pushed that back into August. So it is now August and it's supposed to end of this month and thankfully microsoft put the soundscape into open source market out there for developers like jeff to pick up on and take it where they want to do with their app so present day that's why we have jeff on and he created voice vista and we'll get into the details of voice vista in a moment but what I would like to do, Jeff, is get a little bio of you and just kind of a history about you and um, so we can find out more about you. Uh, I love code. I'm a programmer. Uh, I have a lot of side projects. So the voice visa is one of the projects. Yeah. So there's many projects that you have going, I'm sure, right? Because voice visa is not your first one, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not the first one. It's uh, one of my projects. All right. What are there other projects out there that we might know about, or that might be visually impaired uh, friendly? Uh, exactly. Uh, all the side projects. I, I just want to do something for my fun or for his fun. Uh, yeah. So a lot of some some are education related, some are games. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh. In the beginning, I don't know how to program for the uh, visual visual impaired, uh, but I created a game. I, you know, I I like play a game like Civilization. So, but you know, in the phone, it's hard to play to 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 play. So I uh, migrated the migrated the Civilization to the iPhone, and uh, one day, some a lot of friends sent an email to me said. Uh, uh, he can see, but he, he wants to play it. And uh, can I improve it? Exactly. So I improved. So that's the, the background of all my side projects. How interesting. So you're not visually impaired yourself, right? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, no, I'm not a reason in code. So you have sight, and I think the game that you created was BC four thousand or something like that. Yes. Okay. That's one of them. Yeah. That's one of them, right? So there are many different apps that you created out there, and wow. So what inspired you to do Voice Vista? Oh, uh, that's very interesting. Uh, yeah, for BC four thousand, I have a very great friend. He located in Greek. Uh, Grace, I didn't say, uh, I never met him, just be, uh, send me email or message. Uh, he uh, was uh, impaired and he played very good. He play, he's a very great, he's a great play, player for being important. One day he sent a message to me. I never know the soundscape before, right? Sent a message and he said, uh, there is a, a project called soundscape. Would you like to try to pick it? Uh, but I'm very busy in daytime, and uh, uh, so I just okay. I got the message. Uh, I will try to after my current project. Uh, yeah, it work project. So uh, about two months ago, uh, at that and our our project when work uh, is not very busy a lot. So I try to um, browse the code of the soundscape. And uh, finally, I found it's very it's a good, very good project. I try to revive it and uh, make it. Yeah, revive it. That's the background. <laughs> wow, that's all it took was just a friend, just a pokey, say, "Hey, you need to do this. You need to pick up on this. Do it for me." And that's pretty much how that has started. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, hey, I never saw him. Right, guys, Greeks, Greece, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. His name is I. I. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly because he's Greek. Greek. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know about it. He's very, a very smart guy. Uh, play very good for the uh, busy for the <laughs> so. Right. Or yeah, give me a lot. Uh, not a lot, but a lot of. For now, these days, I got a lot of very great uh, feedback from the whole community. For the voice vista, it's uh, raised some new requirements or or find or found some bugs uh, to fix it. Uh, yeah, yeah, very good. It's just very nicely friendly um community, and I like to I can do something for the whole community. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So are you the main catalyst of voice vista? So are you the the one that kind of started this whole thing, or is, was there a group of you, or how's that work? Okay, uh, and I, I, I Mike, if we group and my daughter, <laughs> she, uh, then uh, for the program coding, just me. Uh, okay, that's that, that's that precise project. I have an, another some works uh, in the daytime, so I only work for this project or other projects in nighttime or, or weekend. So it's not uh, just for fun. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. So this is kind of a part-time side gig that you wanted to pick up and stuff. Well, I don't know if you know how huge this is. This is very big for us. And what you have done is is reverbing through the visual impairment community because this was a big deal for us. And because it was by Microsoft and they designed it just for us and for somebody to, like yourself to pick this up. That was a big deal. Did you realize how impactful this was to the community? Uh, in the beginning, I don't know. For now, I I uh, feel it because a lot of 
people send the email to me uh, for price or give feedback. Yeah, I'm very glad to hear so much feedbacks. Oh, that's awesome. I really love hearing that. And it's, it's, it's great to know that you picked up on something that you probably had no idea um, how huge of a thing that was for us. And this is, it's impressive that you picked up on accessibility and voiceover. And I'm sure that is that pretty challenging to pick up on and try to get these voiceover to work the way you want to? It's okay. It's not the first app I uh, support voiceover. In the beginning, in the first time I tried voiceover, I'm cre- uh, I feel crazy and obstructed because I don't know how to uh, operate it. Uh, but for now, uh, yeah, after some games, uh, voiceover is not a problem for me uh, to program or to debugging. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it can be a, quite a challenge, right? I mean, for something that you're not using on a daily basis, you're not using voiceover as your screen reader. And I'm sure that's got to be uh, frustrating at time, or just it takes a while to understand how this works in our realm of things. As sighted people, it, it can see it, but for us, how we navigate things and how we do things got to be so different for you and kind of a different project for you to tackle on. Is that pretty much spot on? Yeah, I, I feel surprised or I, I, for the, my friends to send some some. For some bug, they send this uh, record screen and uh, send it to me. This is first time I saw somebody can adjust the, the voice speed to very fast because they, they don't need to basically uh, the, the bandwidth of of some friends, uh, even they uh, with the impaired, but they they can hear the bandwidth of the uh, hearing is very very wide. I'm surprised. So they how can they handle it? Get the information so fast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, for, through this this project, uh, opened it opened some new window for me. Uh, it, it it led me to understand much much than before. Okay, right. So, what have been some of the challenges that you came across when you started doing voice fisting? When you decide to say, "I'm going to pick this up," was it a pretty easy transition, or was it? Was there any complication? What challenges did you had to deal with? Uh, I love coding. So uh, for code uh, or program for me is uh, have fun. I have fun to do that. So it's not uh, not comp- uh, not compressed. It's, it's, I feel good. So um, totally, I, I didn't just get the code and try to build it. Uh, rebuild it and to to because you know the the soundscape have a long history and I guess they are they are a big team not very, not maybe not very big but there's a lot of people to try to work on it so uh, the code base is very good but it, sometimes you will find you will you can find it's not it's inconsistent there and some unnecessary animation for blind right it's animation nobody use it. So I I don't I don't I didn't try to just get it rebuild and then derive. So I just uh, uh browse how the code, trying to understand how uh, what's the uh, requirement and how how is the the core principle how it works. Then I rewrite it totally. So you know the the, the interface is totally different, right? Yep. 
yeah. So I uh, so so that's then why uh for me uh, I, in the first version just a few feature uh, and 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 worse uh, and the features step by step and rewrite it from scratch. But all the code, all the code, all the algorithm, all the basic requirement come from Sunscape. So it it make me can move fast, can deliver faster. That's that's the thing. So so that's why I just one person can do it. If we want to totally take off how the Microsoft team work, uh, for one person is impossible. But just just understand what it, what it do, how it do, and recreate it, create a. Uh, Create from small, and create fast. Uh, so that it makes it done. Okay, that's my 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 understanding of how it works for now. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense, and it's good to know that Microsoft left it in in good shape, as in it was pretty sound to get go with the project. So I see what you're saying, and as a good coder as yourself, you're able to easily transition over to what you wanted or what you envisioned for Voice Vista because it was pretty sound and there were so many people on the team of Microsoft that made this possible. You're right. It, to do something like that by yourself it would have been just impossible, especially for a, a side project like that. That's got to be huge. Now, in terms of the user interface, now the original Soundscape had what we had just a list and that was just one feature after another. We just go pa 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 pa. But what you did different there is that you introduce a whole new interface and you introduce tabs. And the tabs are along the bottom and each of the tabs, you kind of separated the features into each of those tabs area. And personally, I absolutely love this approach way better than the original Soundscape. So what was the idea behind of that? What made you go with that type of interface with the tabs? than what they presented to the list view originally. Thank you. You like it. Uh, but because I, uh, I, I, I like to make things simpler, simpler as simple as possible and uh, consistent, keep consistent. You know, in the iOS system, the tab is a very basic uh, design for simple. A lot of, lot of apps use the tab model, right? Yep. But, uh, for the Microsoft, I guess, I guess I don't, I'm not sure because uh, in the beginning Microsoft had Windows M, uh, Windows ME or something I guess some Windows Phone, uh, for example, and had some Google Fire. For example, the setting button in uh, in, in the left top, uh, we call it the burger menu, something as Android style. So uh, I I I thought uh, to make it simple, it's easy to use, just as simple as possible. That's my design for simple. <laughs> Well, no, that makes perfectly good sense. Yeah, it does make you wonder how we're the background of the programmer. So like you said, in Microsoft, maybe they just felt like this is, we think is easy, and this is what we always done for Windows and et cetera. But as an iOS app developer, you know, that's kind of clunky. And you're right. I think tabs makes things simpler, quicker, and more efficient. And so you kind of had that same line a thought is that making that simpler for us. And I tell you, I really, really do love that. Um, one of the thing I want to kind of point out, and I want to ask the, the POI, which is for those that don't know what POI, that's points of interest. That's the database that Voice Vista will pull to let us know what is where. So it, it knows the stores over there and whatever not. 
I mean, without the POI, it wouldn't work. What POI is the voice vista using? Uh, yeah, if uh, if you uh, try to browse the license page, uh, yeah, I I press announce the where can where where we can get the data. We uh, I get this this POI data from opens OSM, OpenStreetMap. Okay. And like yeah, like the uh, Microsoft the soundscape used OSM too. So I didn't change this part. The software, but I in the future we we, we can try to add more, a uh, more data source. But uh, I still uh, think about that because these days I'm still a little busy. So this this week, last week I didn't uh up, 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 uh up, upgrade this app. But maybe in a few weeks later, we can try to. Uh, somebody asked, uh, yeah, suggested to use Google or something else. Uh, or or um, uh, Amazon and Microsoft to release a new data engine. Mm-hmm. Or my lab, but it's doing art over face. Maybe we can try to later. But it's very open, open mind. So we can try to find. No, oh, it's OSM. Yeah. Okay. The open street is pretty common, and that is a good source. You know, I I had the same thing. I had some people out there asking me if if I could ask you if that's possible, and it does sound like that's something that you have in mind. If there would be an option to pick from the different POIs. Um, whether that's Google or uh, Foursquare or whatever not. And it seems like that's pretty subjective to a personal preference. Some people like Foursquare better because it has more points of interest. However, I find that OpenStreet kind of just a compromise. Isn't too much, not too less. It just depends. Now, do you know if if something like a transportation or or Points of interest is missing in OpenStreet. How how does one go about and adding that information to OpenStreet? Is there an OpenStreet website that people can go to and add those points of interest? Yeah, Open uh, OpenStreet Map is yeah is a uh, community based. Everybody can add uh, POI by yourself. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, well, that's it's good, good to know. Yeah, but uh, it's neither. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, I I checked the data source and in in some in city some uh, is is more data but some if if the area is not a lot of people live here the data uh, yeah is not enough but right. uh, yeah yeah you know I I've heard that I I have a friend of mine that lives up in I think in Wisconsin he was telling me about how that the open street was not very good in his area now for my area it works great. And it's just really weird how certain areas it works great and doesn't. And that's probably why um, the people are requesting to be able to select their own points of interest database. And that's that's great to hear that you might consider that and add in that in the future. Um, some other people have mentioned too is when you're in a vehicle, um, typically when we take a bus for, for example, so we're going from point A to point B and we have to use a bus. We were wanting to know if there's a way it can kind of, if we could set in a setting to turn on to allow us to hear the crossroads or the streets that we're passing by, so we can kind of keep tab on when we need to get off. Now, I realize you can put the marker on the spot that you need to get off. So from if you do it in advance, you can mark your spot, that beacon. So you know the beacon's getting closer and closer. I suppose you can do it that way, but some people just like to hear 
the streets being um, rattled off. But I noticed in the frequently asked question that that option is turned off when you're in the vehicle, but when you're on the street, it is on. So we were wanting to know if there's a setting we can have that turning on, on or off for that ability, if that makes sense. Uh, I can't say for now, but uh, I, I I try to create a to-do list and I collect uh, the requirements from the friends. So may, can, I can't for answer for now, but uh, let, let's see. And uh, yeah, I need more time to think about that. But uh, it's open. It can. You, you know, I created it from the graph code. So uh, add a feature or remove a feature is not very hard. Uh, but uh, I still need to be this my first GPS related uh, uh, app. So I still need to learn more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and and to understand the real requirements. Uh, I I'm not open, but it it not means I accept all requirements and try to be, build it because uh I I would like to keep the, the apps as simple as possible. And uh, yeah, that's I prefer the I think the the best the best uh app is you can't remove any features. Not the uh, not that you cast, not that you have have, have a lot of features. Mm. I, I guess I guess speak clearly. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that makes a lot of sense. Is that I mean that's the whole point of the open community and such as Voice Vista is that you are always willing to have helping hands of other developers to help you to be able to attack something new. So if there is a new feature, you might need some hands-on to help you with it because you're a one-man team and you can't always do it on your own and or you maybe you don't have the knowledge to do something like that. So that makes sense. Um, so how about, I don't know if this is an item I thought I'd ask you. Now, in Soundscape, we are able to save these beacons and routes. Are there any way to export what we have created and import it into Voice Vista? Yes, uh, this features at about uh, in one point oh six or for five. Yeah, this, we no, you know you, you can uh, export and import the routers. Routers for the mark you can share mark, but but I but because the mark uh, sounds give you uh, the mark is not real like the router is a file. It's just a link back to the sound skip. For the marks we can't share, but for the road. Uh, you can export your uh, the road and import it to the uh, voice vista hmm. and the vice versa. Uh, maybe uh, I see uh, uh, it's it's a very good design. It's a, the the road is a open like an open doc- document. It's JSON file. You can share it wherever you want. That's nice because, gosh, that's a lot of work to put into something like that, and and to recreate it would be a nightmare. So that's good to to for our listeners to know that you can migrate things over pretty easily with it. Now, the one thing I'd learned too is that I noticed in your frequently asked questions is that, yes, you can use Voice Vista alone, but if you want turn by turn, it works really hands in hands well with Apple Maps or Google Maps. So essentially, you use your beacon on your Voice Vista, and then you open up your Apple Map, for example, and then put the same location, and then that'll give you the voice by voice while the voice visit works in the background as it tells you the streets that you're on and things like that. Is that pretty much how that's the way it's supposed to work? 
yeah, I thought about the two features. I saw, uh, I saw that one is the first, uh, I, you know, for, yeah, it was the, the soundscape, the design for simple. I have to add mark firstly, then connect this mark as a router. Uh, I tried it, but I thought, but I didn't, uh, not, not make final decision. And we just, uh, for example, let the, let the app to create marks for a router. Because maybe it means, well, for not, I'm, I'm sitting here. I tried to, I, uh, understand the destination of the, uh, for example, another park. I said, can we, can, let the, uh, voice list to create all marks from here to the park. I guess, uh, I thought about this feature, but not final, final, finalized. And, uh, another question about, uh, about the, uh, 10 by 10 navigation. Yeah. A lot of friends send mass email to me, said, we can add this because we don't want to switch between, uh, voice vista and, um, uh, Apple maps or Google maps. I thought about that. It could be done. But I still need uh, some time to work on it. <laughs> you know, that's my side project. I need to work night and right, <laughs> so right, daytime. Yeah, right. I think. Well, I'm glad you thought of that because that would be something that would be kind of cool if it could just open to the Apple Map or whatever, not automatically without had us having to enter the address twice. If that makes sense. But no, that makes perfectly good sense. Um. What is the privacy practice and the data sharing like for Voice Vista? What what do you gather from a typical user? Uh, I didn't get collect any information. And you saw keep still some collect some time. All the backend I removed for the uh, telemetry and something. I don't. I, we, I, I I don't want to keep save this data. It's dangerous. Okay. Right. I right. Don't, we don't need that. Uh, all the data saved in the Users, I cloud, uh, storage. No, I don't save, save it. I do, you don't need, why do you need? I do, we don't need, even we, you don't need to any account, create an account to use this app. So no any tracking, uh, track, track, no any fingerprint or something like that. Right. Even no app, no ad advertisement. So it's a totally free app. <laughs> we don't need to do that. No, that's, I think that's wonderful. I'm glad you got rid of that and only use it for the data analysis to make sure things are, are working. If it crashes, it sends you information about what the crash occurred and stuff like that. Well, that's good to know. There's really is. A lot of people have that question. Um, so I, besides the points of interest option, maybe having different settings for POIs or um upgrading to different POIs and possibly being able to open to um, turn-by-turn apps automatically for you. What other items have you been considering or have you thought about maybe you might be doing for a future of Voice Vista? For now, uh, I, I, I seriously, I, I try to add the 10 by 10 navigation mm-hmm. and, and uh, I tried to create the markers automatically by router, by destination. That's my uh, currently. Well, those menu. are big. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, but uh, don't you don't way uh, accessible too fast. I still I still need to more time yeah. to think about it and then code it. Maybe uh, maybe some after some weekend we can get it. I don't know. <laughs> well. I, those are huge features that you're working on, and I will be thrilled to death to see that and to have it. And you're right. I mean, 
there's only so many you can do at a time, and it's kind of hard to see a big roadmap of all these things of lists you want to do. But essentially, it sounds like you do have interest, and you would love to add things as you come up with it, as you find time. Is that pretty much what you're thinking of? Uh, yes, I want to uh, make it easy to maintain, and uh, and 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 simple. It's harder to introduce bug and uh, release fast. Uh, it's uh, that's my principle. I like doing. Uh, I like you know the if I can do it by one hundred line code, I don't want to create one hundred fifty all one line code because it's simpler, simple, make it easy to maintain and easy to extend. That's uh, my super simple. And uh, exactly, <laughs> if if you know exactly, uh, uh, overhead sometimes overhead is. Uh, uh, overhead, maybe it's bigger than the core feature. So right. just keep it simple. And uh, yeah, for now, uh, I still have, yeah, it's, it's easy to, to maintain for now. I see. But uh, for the, in the future, I don't, I don't have no, no uh, uh, for all, all the side, side projects, I don't have a very big roadmap. Just create it smaller, smaller and uh, uh, evolve, evolve faster. Iteration, you know, have iteration. Every iteration, we can add something or remove something or, or fine tune. I don't need. Uh, I don't like really big picture for the, that's that's this so this small tools, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, that's that's great. Um, okay. So where can people contact you if they like to get with you and say, "Hey, I absolutely love this. Have you considered this? Thought of that?" Now I know you have a disc. Uh, channel and I subscribe to that. Is that the best place for people to go is to Discord? Uh, uh, yeah, I have Discord. Uh, today, yeah, I create uh, Google Groups. So, and in the next release, I will switch my personal email account, email, email contact to these groups. So, anybody can send the requirements. I send the feedbacks to the groups. And, you know, uh, yeah, everybody can discuss. And so, I can find the impressive ideas from the conversation. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, what's the name of the Discord server that the people can connect to? Uh, I mean, Discord, Discord server, you can find it in the app. And I, in the next release, I create Google group groups. So uh, it's email, based on email, I, I thought it's easy, right? I don't know. Uh-huh. Fact, yeah, both of them. All works. You can send an email to me or um, yeah, in Discord, uh, some, every, which one you preferred? That's I'm okay. I'm open. To, that's just the yeah. You know, somebody says, uh, I'm friend sending message to me by Facebook. Uh, I still okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're available everywhere. No, you're right. I think you're right. I I did find you in the um, Voice Vista app, and that's where I found your email, and that's how I found the Discord. So it is in that section. It's under the settings, right? Yeah, settings uh, and and uh, linked in, but a lot of uh, contact information yeah, based on uh, users' preference. I'm okay for everything, every contact mask. Awesome. Well, Jeff, it's been a pleasure to have you on to, to discuss the Voice Vista, and I am, I really do want to express my gratitude. Is that this is huge, and we absolutely love Voice Vista, and I'm so happy that somebody picked up this project and made it available for us to use. And I appreciate you taking the time, and I know this is your 
kind of a hobby, your side job. Not even a job, it's just kind of a side thing that you've been wanting to do. So I really appreciate you taking the time to do that and to take the time to come out for this podcast. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we head on out of there? Thank you very much. I'm glad you like it. I, okay, I'm uh, so nothing to want to add. Thank you very much. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you so much. And I thank you for so much. And so take care. And this is Thomas Donville, also known as Not a Mouse, here with the AppleViz Extra with a developer behind Voice Vista. Thank you, Jeff. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. AppleVis podcast has been brought to you by the community of AppleVis.com for the latest in resources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com.